Guys, let me tell you about this big goal that I had at the beginning of this year. You know, I decided at the beginning of this year that 2020 was not going to bleed into 2021, that I was going to take back, you know, control. And I set this big goal at the beginning of the year to buy a house by Mm. March 30th. And I was super excited. This is the first house, you know, I was ever going to purchase. Um, I had rented for years and it was huge. It was audacious. It was risky. It was exciting. All the things. And a couple months in, actually several months in, I actually had um, set this goal last year at the very end of last year. So I'd actually been searching for a house since November. Mm-hmm. Come probably end of January, beginning of February, I was so exhausted and so discouraged from looking for a house. If you know anything about the Nashville housing market, I know it's it's pretty typical across the board. It was insane. It was bananas. I mean, you know, people coming in, paying cash offers, um, you know, just totally sideswiping you. You couldn't even, you'd be looking at a house and someone would be making an offer, you know, at the same time. It was, it was nuts. And I, I mean, I was ready to throw in the towel and just go put another lease on a house. I had no clue what to do. It was exhausting and it was super discouraging. Courtney, wow, what a story. Um, I can't help but notice you, you're looking a little different today and sounding a little different. Um, yeah, I've had this weird, like, um, I don't know, cold or scratch, scratch in my throat. It's like a uh, scratch in your throat that makes your Southern accent go away. Yeah, it's just gone. I don't know. It's like this new variant <laughs> or something. I don't know what's yeah. going on. So we have, as a, a recurring guest now to the folks on this podcast. Officially, yes. The the one, the only, Marissa Hyatt is here joining us. And thank you for coming out the gate strong, illustrating what we call the messy middle. It's that yeah. part on your journey towards a goal where the timeline is is not working in your favor and it feels like you're not going to make it. You're feeling discouraged and you kind of just want to let it slide and give up. If that's where you are listening, this is the episode for you. We've got some encouragement for you, some practical steps you can do to bring yourself up and to finish that goal journey strong. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Blake Stratton and Marissa Hyatt. Happy Monday to you both. Welcome back, Marissa. Thanks. Excited to be here, guys. Happy Monday to you too, Verbs. Hey, thanks, Blake. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. I think I'm ready to jump in already. Let's Me do too. it. Should we We're do it? We're talking about the messy middle, which I think we all have experience with that, but the biggest thing that I think you need in the, in the messy middle is encouragement. You know, we, we mentioned that yes. before we, we broke just now, but it really is a fuel for you. So often I think, at least this is me, I don't know if you felt this way, Marissa, but you know, in your example, 
so much of your goal trajectory and success felt like it was outside of your control. The housing market, other people making offers, you know, it's different than just a goal of like, hey, let's wake up at 6 a.m. every day where you have a little bit more agency maybe. But encouragement, wherever you're at in your journey or what your goal is, can help you get that sense of power and agency and, and belief back. And what we want to do in this episode is just give you some practical actions that you can take to refuel uh, on the emotional level. Yeah, absolutely. I think whether it's, you know, people in our lives or just what we're surrounding ourselves with on a daily basis, we're getting to decide, you know, if we're encouraging ourselves, fueling ourselves, kind of giving ourselves that um, that lifeblood almost to keep mm-hmm. us going, that that fuel in the tank to keep us going to the end. Um, you know, my dad likes to say that the messy middle is when you're you're too far in to go back, but you're not far enough that it feels like you you can't get to the other side. Right. And that's exactly what it feels like. And we've all been there. I'm sure everybody listening can think of a time in their life when they just felt like, gosh, I, I can't go back and I don't know if I have what it takes to go forward. And that's why today we're going to look at four actions that we can take to fill up on our encouragement. I'm excited about this episode, guys, because I think, again, looking at this last quarter, you know, there is an opportunity to replenish our confidence in uh, what we're looking to do. So how about we hop into the first action? Blake, if you don't mind kicking this off, how do we get started? The first action is recruit your people. This one is in the center of the target for me. I remember back when I had my own marketing consulting business that I did, if I was struggling towards hitting a goal, which was pretty common, my gut reaction was never to get help from others or or seek out people intentionally to get encouragement. I actually just shrunk inward. I didn't want anyone to know I was struggling because I felt kind of embarrassed and ashamed about it. And I thought, well, if I tell people where I'm really at, then maybe their perception of me will decrease and I don't want to focus on what I'm not doing well anyway, you know, and I would justify it and try to fix all of my own problems. But it's a little bit, I mean, we compared encouragement to this emotional fuel and it's a little bit like if your car doesn't have any gas in it and you're like, no, 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 I know how to drive a car. And you just like put on, you know, press the pedals down and you're turning and it's like, you're not going anywhere. Because you don't have any fuel and it's not because you're dope. It's not because the car is broken. You actually just need some fuel and it's okay that you don't have it. And I'm preaching directly to myself on this because this still isn't my uh, kind of my natural thing that I would do. But right. even this past year, I, I look around me and I'm like, wow, like I've got, even on my calendar, I've got two meetings this week. And really the sole purpose of them is I'm going to be seeking out encouragement from these guys in my life who are- yeah you know, not intimidated by my goals, uh, but can, you know, I can share openly with them. And that, I mean, that really is priceless, I think. I'm with you in the same boat, Blake. Um, Not intimidated by your goals, but then also not over-impressed by you to where they won't share with you what you need to know to kind of keep going forward, I think is important also. Because that always takes, you know, us being in a posture of humility. Using the gas example, that may have happened to me once or twice where you actually run out of gas, knowing you had opportunities before that to get gas, but oh my gosh. keep going, yes. you know. Um, I've done that. 
And I think one important thing here too is like, have you ever said to somebody basically like, look, I'm, I'm struggling. I need some encouragement. Have you ever said that and then regretted it? Like, I can't think of any time in my life when I have asked someone for help or encouragement or just support to where I thought, man, I shouldn't have done that. I mean, every single time I'm so grateful and they, you know, my people come through for me. I mean, I think that's true. And I think, you know, this can look really different for a lot of people. You know, if you're in a relationship, uh, married, you know, this might be asking your spouse, this might be looking to, um, you know, your best friends. It could be a, you know, kind of small group. Um, it could be going into our, full focus planner community and saying, look, I'm struggling on this goal and Mm -hmm. I need some encouragement here, you know? Um, So I think that this can look like a lot of different things depending on who your people are, but guaranteed you're not going to regret asking for encouragement. Yeah. And I think I'm glad you brought up the full focus community because there's lots of times I'll peek in there and look at the questions that people are posing to others. And, you know, it's, it's, they're being fully transparent, fully vulnerable by posing those questions. But like you mentioned, man, the amount of responses or replies or other tips that people have to kind of get them going in the right direction. I mean, they're multiple. You, They'll start a whole thread just in the response of, hey, I'm struggling with this. What do you guys do? But again, the level of vulnerability and humility it takes to do that. But once you do it, you're so grateful because the payoff is immeasurable. So guys, how do you make encouragement kind of a regular part or just like a natural part of your closest relationships? What does that look like for y'all? For me, the biggest lesson is I've had to be intentional with it. I think I've tried to not do that and just be like, oh, well, if I'm worthy of encouragement, surely someone will encourage me, you know, Mm -hmm. like almost like that's kind of the narrative that's playing (laughs) in the background of my head. And for me, I've realized I've actually just got to be up front and at, like what you said, Marissa, to actually ask. Um, and the biggest way that that comes up regularly in my life is actually just with my wife, Elena, where I will say, hey, I'm noticing I'm feeling this way. I know that what I'm thinking right now isn't where I'm, I'm not going to stay here, but I'm feeling really crappy and I'm not ready to even fix it. I just kind of need to know that I'm not the worst. Can you give me <laughs> some encouragement, you know? And uh, yeah, she actually does, which is pretty great. I kind of kind of scored. That's awesome. <laughs> the old spouse choice. <laughs> what about you, Verbs? Yeah, I think I'm. Um, this is something I'm still working on as well. But I I do feel like what helps also is us also taking moments to encourage other people, as well as seeking encouragement. I tend to kind of graft encouragement from people versus asking uh, asking for encouragement per se. Uh, so if I know that, you know, I might be feeling a certain way or feel like stuck in a certain mindset, then I'll actively go out and pull from resources, whether it's a book, whether it's somebody that would follow this, a speaker of some sort, or just friends that I know in conversations, be able to pull encouragement in those in those moments. And so I don't think I have it all, you know, all that figured out yet. But I appreciate what we're talking about today, just even being more active in figuring out, all right, what leads to replenishing from my own soul and my own mindset in those areas. I love that. All right, let's talk about the second action. 
This is to audit your media, to audit your media, which essentially means mm. be careful what you listen to, or maybe better put, choose intentionally what you read and what you listen to, almost like a, a diet. You know, think about your media diet just like you would your nutritional diet. If you're, mm-hmm. you know, last night I, I went to Shake Shack and it was an incredible choice, you know, and sometimes, <laughs> but if I was eating Shake Shack every lunchtime and dinner time, it, you guys would be able to tell because I would feel terrible and I would be exhausted probably. And the same thing is true. Sometimes we just by default have, you know, media that's not that nutritional, so to speak, from an emotional uh, building perspective. So that's what this action is about. Uh, and I would actually love to hear from you two what that looks like for you in terms of, you know, have you had to, have you noticed, you know, hey, I've had to unfollow that person or I've had to turn off the news or, or whatever else. Uh, how do you audit your media in your own life? This started for me actually kind of a few months into quarantine last year. And I realized that everything felt so heavy that I previously used to watch like true crime series or I don't know, these like really intense dramas Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um, I loved it. And then all of a sudden it felt like I cannot have anything that is this intense coming at me. Like the world itself is super intense right now and I can't Mm -hmm. handle anything else. And so I absolutely did a media audit. I went and basically, I mean, at this point, y'all, I mean, my TV consumption, first of all, has dwindled. It's like I I used to be much more, um, you know, involved in watching shows. But now it's like Ted Lasso, interior design shows, you know, gardening shows, anything, basically like the adult version of Mr. Rogers is mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. <laughs> Man, that's huge. Yeah. Because it's too much. It's like I can't deal with all that's going on in the world and then also have it fictionally coming at me too, you know? Yep. So. Marissa, I got to pop in here for you actually. Uh, This is a recommendation for you. You said adult Mr. Rogers. I have a signed Mr. Rogers thing right here. I love Mr. Rogers. Oh, my gosh. Um, There is a show. It's on Adult Swim, which for all y'all may or may not know, it's what Cartoon Network turns into. And it seems like not the right place for this show, but it's a show called Joe Para Talks With You. Does anyone know what this show is? And anyway, it's like Joe Para no, talks no. with you about dancing or Joe Para talks with you about fall drives. And it's this really like pretty, sh- like like beautifully shot show where he just takes these really small things and like it's very intentional. It's very sweet. People in our house regularly cry to this like dumb show. Uh, it's I love highly it. recommend. Uh, Joe Parra talks with you. There's a new season coming out uh, this fall, but nice. okay. I, I, I'm going to send you a link to a particular one. It's send me a link. Okay, I'll shut up now. That sounds great. Yeah, I think the other thing too is your your Instagram or whatever social media you choose to consume. For me, it's Instagram, but making sure it's curated. You know, taking mm-hmm. out people who are negative. Just making sure you're just not consuming that energy. I mean. It's like at the end of the day, when I get on my phone or, you know, for a couple of minutes here and there, the last thing I need is super negative input that's going to discourage me or make me feel like I can't win or that, you know, when I'm in the messy middle, that it's just, there's no point, just give up. Like that's the last thing anybody needs. 
Yeah. And just knowing that, hey, if you block somebody or unfollow somebody, it's okay. You won't be missing anything. If they're if they're bringing that type of energy, they're not adding anything into your thought process or your day or it's just your sanity in general. And I tend to think about even music in the same way is, you know, at certain points, if you already, um, if you might be struggling with anxiety or just uh, whatever mental state you find yourself in in a moment, paying attention to your, your music diet, because that comes with a whole lot of stuff and, and emotions and things like that. Blake used to listen to a lot of R&B, and I know he can underscore this uh, and attest to what I'm saying now, is you listen to it when you're in a certain moment because you want to feel the moment. But sometimes when you're stuck, you know, you might not want to go that route and find something else that goes mm-hmm. the other direction to kind of lift you out of that. Yep. Yeah. When I need a, some positive R&B, I just turn on, I was singing this before we got on the, the call, the Chance the Rapper and Cardi B. I'm living my best life. It's my birthday. At least that's what I'm dressed like. So <laughs> there you go. That's a freebie for everyone. Oh gosh. Did you guys hear that? Everyone just unsubscribed all at once across the nation. <laughs> um, that was wild. Across In the unison. world. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. All right. So action number three is affirm yourself. And I think this one is maybe if I had to, to, to put some money on it, the most critical out of all of these, because your self-talk is so critical to your success. And essentially what you think will become your reality, what you affirm or deny or reject or uh, put down in terms of your thoughts and your words, that will happen. Uh, One of my favorite things to say, uh, one of my sisters actually kind of gave this phrase to the rest of our family, is when people are talking and they say, oh my gosh, well, you know, I just... I can never accomplish that goal because, you know, I just, I'm not successful enough. I just want to look at them and say, if you say so. And it's like the ultimate phrase to make somebody kind of stop in their tracks and be like, wait, what? You know, like it kind of shakes mm-hmm. them out of their, their typical thought process. And if you think 
every time that you're talking about something or you're you're having these thoughts go through your head and and you feel discouraged, just tell yourself if I say so. Essentially, that's what's going to happen if I believe it, if I'm saying it. And what you affirm is so critical. Your self-talk is so critical to your success. One of the practices that I do, and I've talked about this actually on the podcast with y'all before, is I have this morning, what I call my morning manifestation recording, where I basically go through a whole rundown of essentially everything I want to come to fruition in my life. And so it's everything from my relationships to physical possessions, um, to my health, to um, just every different aspect of my life. And I listen to that every morning and it's in my own voice. I recorded it uh, myself. And so it's in my own voice. And so I think our, our voice is incredibly powerful. So I don't know if you guys have any similar practices that you do, but um, I would love to to hear. I, Blake, you do something similar, right? Yeah, I, I do some similar stuff to that. Uh, another thing that's been helpful is journaling for me in the morning Mm. and i've to me journaling is something that's it's healthy or at least for me i've got to kind of change it up every so often just to keep it interesting but what i've been doing this quarter is um going through a few questions each morning that i find are are super helpful almost to like rev me up for my day from a self-affirmation standpoint do you guys want to know what i journal about yeah, do we get to read your diary? <laughs> yeah, you can read my diary right now. Um, uh, basically, I, where I start is actually not about myself. I just pick some topic that's easy to notice positive things about. So I literally will just choose something. And because sometimes I wake up and I'm not in a good mood and it's hard to then just do, I believe in myself and I love myself. Like it, it helps to kind of break out of whatever emotion I'm in. So that's why I do that. So I'll pick something like, it could be just coffee. What I love about coffee. Oh my gosh. Oh, it tastes so delicious. I get it delivered to my house from a different roaster and that's so convenient. It's nice to drink something. You know, I just literally just like riff on that for five seconds. Then I'll journal about what are some things I like about myself and I'll just write some of those things down. Then I ask myself, what are you building towards today? Hmm. And get a sense of like what, like why am I even going through the motions today? Uh, what drives you today and uh, what do you want to hand over to God today? This is a question I ask myself. Like, what do I feel like I'm carrying that I ought not to be? Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I do is I script out the day, like what the day would look like ideally, you know, knowing what I've got on my calendar. And then I just take a second as I'm writing it to try to like tap into those emotions as I'm sort of writing that script. And it's pretty awesome. Like it only takes me, you know, five or six minutes or so maybe to to go through that stuff, but it, it really helps put me in that encouraged mindset that like, oh, today matters. I matter. Good things are happening and I don't have to do it all. Well, and I think what's so cool about that is you have agency to make today great, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you scripting it out like that, it allows you to be in the driver's seat. You know, like you're at the beginning of the day dictating what is going to happen and what it's going to look like. And sure, stuff is, you know, going to come at you throughout the day and it's probably not going to look exactly like you wrote it in the morning. But I would bet that it probably looks somewhat similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting because I think that even even if it doesn't go according to my script, 
the mental and emotional state I'm in is positive expectation versus negative expectation, kind of no matter Mm -hmm. what. And I think that's super powerful because I can end my day going, oh yeah, like it was pretty good. So yeah, my mom, my mom used to um, send us off to school in the morning and ask us to go on a treasure hunt. And she would say, come back, you know, this afternoon from school with like three treasures or whatever. And so it was just little, basically little things during the day that brought us joy and kind of, she's one of the most positive people I know, but having Mm -hmm. that kind of positive outlook. And, and when you look for something that is a treasure, you're going to notice tons of treasures, just like you were saying, once you start with your coffee and noticing the, the beauty and the gifts and the deliciousness and all the things, it's easier to see that in yourself and in everything else in your life. Question, is Gail available to drive me to work in the mornings? <laughs> is, she, is that a possibility? Yes. I think I need that. That would be another way to just start Gail, the day Gail's right. Gail's positive Uber rides coming at you. <laughs> Every morning when my child leaves, I just say to him, uh, make good choices today. <laughs> So it's a very, it's a very different, it's a very different tone. Uh-huh. He usually does. Do you ever but, start you know. that with "Dear God, make good yeah. choices today"? Just please make good choices today. Oh, that's good. All right. So action number four is join a like-minded community. Um, I mean, once again, we kind of talked about it in the first action of the importance of surrounding your people, having go-to voices that you can depend on for encouragement, but just having a group of people around you who are all moving in the same direction as you um, is one of the most encouraging experiences that you could be a part of. Because again, it's it's not a group of people that are kind of counteracting or contradicting what you're doing with, you know, you can log on to Facebook and be in that kind of a group if you would like. But like-minded is kind of the the key word here is people that have maybe some of the same outlooks regarding goals, goals, achievement, um, encouragement, whether it be a faith-based sort of thing, at least having that pool of people that you can go to, um, is going to help you continue to move on in the direction you want to go also. Yeah. I hear this a lot from our clients in Business Accelerator. It's our small business coaching program that they joined because they wanted to learn the stuff, but right. So much of the value that they got was because, oh, I'm not alone. Like, I'm not the only small business owner that feels really overwhelmed and like I need help or uh, struggling with inadequacy or how to lead well. All of a sudden, they're surrounded by people across dozens of industries who are either in that place or have been in that place in the not too distant past. And it's so encouraging to know, hey, I'm, I'm not in this alone. So, yeah, everyone join that as well. <laughs> well, and sometimes just seeing somebody else do something, you know, when you're in that messy middle and you feel like, I don't know if I can do this. Like I was just in a, a recently <clears throat> doing this really intense 75-day challenge. It's called 75 Hard for those of you who um, know what that is. But I was like, man, I mean, I got about halfway through that thing and I was like, 75 days is a really long time and this is a really intense challenge and I don't know if I can do this. And this is silly. I didn't know anybody who was doing it. I had started with a group of people. They fell off a few weeks in. 
And I ended up going on Instagram and looking at the hashtag and finding people who were doing it and seeing people who were farther along in the process than me gave me so much hope and so much encouragement of like, okay, you know what? If they can do it, Mm -hmm. you know, then I can too. Like there's nothing special about them that isn't special about me too. Like I can make that happen. And I think sometimes that is key. And obviously, one of our favorite communities is our Full Focus Planner community on Facebook. And we encourage y'all to join that because it is such an amazing group of people who are, you know, going after really exciting, ambitious goals. And um, like we said earlier, it is super encouraging. Yeah. And I think this goes without saying when we say a like-minded community. So not necessarily always be around people that may be just an echo chamber of your own voice, but like Blake mentioned Hey, some of these clients get into a group uh, where they have peers that are in different industries and can look at the same type of situation from a different perspective to kind of offer, you know, um, some advice going forward or a solution that might be worthy of them looking at. So you get a diversity of thought, but it's all around building and scaling your business in a healthy way or whatever the issue might be. So just being, you know, like minded in that sense versus everybody in the group is saying the same exact thing. Well, that could end up being not as healthy. So the good news is you don't have to feel stuck on your goals. You can power breakthrough with encouragement when you recruit your people, audit your media, affirm yourself, and join a like-minded community. Blake, Marissa, this is this has been a fun one. Very insightful, very introspective. Uh, would you have any final thoughts for our listeners before we're out? Yeah, I got a quick one. We talked about this analogy of encouragement being emotional fuel, almost like fuel for a car. And my final thought is if you find yourself needing encouragement or that taking those actions is going to take some effort because, man, I really need encouragement right now, uh, don't let that be a sign that you're doing the goal achievement thing poorly. Because we actually, we told you set a risky goal. We told you that to do something that's outside of your Mm -hmm. comfort zone. So every person that's good at goal achievement needs encouragement. You wouldn't, you know, I, I got a uh, car recently, a new car recently, and if I were to drive it and then all of a sudden the low, low fuel gauge kicks in, I wouldn't say, oh my gosh, they sold me a lemon. Like, this is a garbage car. I guess I ought to, you know, resell it or something because, you know, I got, you know, tricked into this car. That's not it at all. You just need to put fuel in the tank. And so if you're finding yourself, if, if that fuel gauge, so to speak, of encouragement is blinking at you, two things. One, that's normal and that's very appropriate if you're trying to do mm-hmm. something new and risky. Yeah. Two, it's not going to refuel itself. You actually have to take an action to intentionally get the fuel. It doesn't happen automatically. And you need to take that action before, like me and Verbs have done, <laughs> you're on the side of the road uh, calling for help because you waited too long and your car literally has run out of gas. So that's my final thought for you is that you're actually, uh, you're okay to need encouragement and you're actually capable and powerful to seek it out for yourself. It's so good. Yeah. I would just say just to give everybody who's listening a little bit of encouragement, you can do hard things, you know, like you, have every bit of resource inside of you to accomplish whatever the goal is that you are set out to accomplish. You can do it. And 
If you don't know how or where to turn, look to the people in your life, you know, ask them for that encouragement. You know, certainly this podcast should be an encouragement to you because you can do it. You will, you know, I'm sitting in my house that I ended up buying, you know, we started with that story and I'm sitting in that house. I purchased it. You know, I didn't think I was going to be able to and stick with it because you can and you will. It's just a matter of time. Absolutely. And just a reminder, this is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends. And don't forget, as we mentioned earlier in this episode, to join the Full Focus Planner community right there on Facebook. We'll be here next week with another great episode. But until then, stay stay focused. focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.